It is Luke 24, uh, verses 13 to 34. Now that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked to discuss these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them, but they were kept from recognising him. He asked them, What are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, Are you a visitor to Jerusalem? And do you not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things? he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, he replied, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but didn't find his body. They came and told us that they'd seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it, just as the women had said, but him they did not see. He said to them, how foolish you are. How slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not Christ have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus acted as if he were going further. But they urged him strongly, stay with us, for it is nearly evening, the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognised him, and he had disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked to us on the road and opened to the scriptures to us? They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven and those with them assembled together and saying, It is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Please take your seats. A friend of mine has just ordered a new car. She's very excited about it and for the past week or so that's all I've heard about. It's a 4x4 thing and it's got a panoramic roof, uh, sunroof as standard. But the interesting thing is though that before she was looking at getting one you wouldn't think that oh, there were all that many of them on the road. But now she's bought it and she's waiting for it. She says that she sees them every five minutes as she's driving along. Now, I don't reckon that loads of people have gone out and bought the same car as she has in the past week or two. I just reckon that she's a bit more aware of cars like hers. And she's been able to see what's been there all along. And I reckon we do that with a lot of things. We don't always see what's right in front of us all of the time, do we? We don't always notice things that have been there all along because we're not looking for them. When we're looking for something, we're more likely to see it. When we're looking for a certain type of car, it's there. When we're looking for, well, whatever it is that we're looking for, we're more likely to see it if we're actively seeking it. But when we're not looking for something at all, we're very likely to miss it altogether. 
And that's like what happened on this road to Emmaus. We're told that two men were walking along the road. They know what happened. They were sad, they were confused. The man they thought was a Messiah, the long-awaited ruler who would free them from oppression. Well, he was beaten and crucified and buried in a tomb. And yes, they've heard that the women went to the tomb and that the tomb was empty. And apparently Jesus has risen from the dead. But if someone told you that when you saw him crucified and you saw him buried, would you really believe them? You might understand that they might come across as a little bit doubtful. And that confusion will have affected how they see the world around them. They won't have been looking at the world with eyes ready to see Jesus. So much so that when Jesus himself was walking with them, they didn't recognise him. And let's be honest, I'm sure we've all heard this story and wondered how that could happen. How could they be stood right next to Jesus and not know it's him? Who would miss Jesus if he was stood just a few feet away? But the reality is, I think a lot of us would. A lot of us just wouldn't have eyes for him that day. As much as we tend to see things when we're keeping a lookout for them, be it a certain type of car or whatever it is, we also sometimes don't if we're not. You probably heard the story a few years ago about how Banksy set up a a stall in Central Park in New York with his paintings. They were his originals, but he was selling them for $60. Only a handful of canvases sold through the entire day, but some of those canvases were valued at $20,000 each. And this is what the news report said. It said Banksy is currently undertaking a month-long residency in New York where he's unveiled a new piece of art every day. His latest video included the statement, Yesterday I set up a stall in the park selling 100% authentic original signed Banksy canvases for $60 each. One woman bought two small canvases after negotiation of a 50% discount, while a lady from New Zealand bought two paintings. Finally, a man from Chicago bought four pieces. The day's takings came to a total of only $420. Banksy added, please note this was a one-off, the store will not be there again today. No one realised because no one was looking for it. And why would anyone believe that there were originals because you can't get Banksy's for $60, can you? And so they just became just a random bit of art by some random artist trying to make a bit of money. Who would have expected they were the genuine article? Who would have expected Jesus to be walking along the road that day on the way to Emmaus? Who would have imagined that as even being a possibility? Why would he be there in the middle of nowhere, of all places? It was the Jesus equivalent of Banksy setting up a stall in Central Park, but obviously a little bit more important. But no one had a clue what was right in front of them. People miss things. People don't notice things that perhaps they could. And we are no different. We miss seeing Jesus at work in so many things. And sometimes, those of us who think we get it, who think we're not going to miss Jesus, well, sometimes we're the ones who do. Often when we look back at the times in our lives when we think God was far away, we realise 
that he was closer than we thought at the time. When we're not looking for him, we don't always notice the little signs around us. We don't always recognise him at work in our lives. We don't always recognise the gestures from other people that are him working through others to perhaps give us a sign. We don't notice the turn of events that signal um, something extraordinary is about to happen. The moments where if we'd have just turned to the side, we'd have noticed that Jesus was walking with us all along. We've probably all had these moments and have these moments from time to time. It's like we condition ourselves not to expect the unexpected anymore. We think with our human understanding that something is unlikely. And so the reality is that we're unlikely to see it. We make countless assumptions and countless judgments without meaning to, and often without even realising. And we miss the incredible reality that is right in front of us. We don't notice the day-to-day things in our lives and we don't notice God. We don't allow ourselves to expect the unexpected or to expect a miracle. We don't allow ourselves to dare to believe the extraordinary. And so we don't see it when it happens, right in front of us. We're often more willing to see what isn't there than we are to see what is. We're more willing to be negative than we are to be positive. We're more willing to disregard the fact that Jesus was walking next to us than we are to accept the hard, uncomfortable and inconvenient truth that actually he's been with us all the time. When the two men got to the end of that road with Jesus, they sat at the table with him and they still didn't see. They didn't see until he took the bread and he broke it and he gave it to them. And finally, it became too much for them to ignore. They had to see it. And what an amazing moment that would have been. Amazing and awe-inspiring all at the same time. Sometimes we do have those moments. Those moments where everything clicks into place and makes sense. When our eyes are opened and we just can't argue it anymore. When we can't do anything but see what was right in front of us all along. Jesus was walking with the disciples. Jesus walks with us too because he is risen. Did you catch that? He is risen. And because of that fact, the fact that has been with us all of our lives, whether we recognised it or not, because of that fact, our reality is changed. Because Jesus died on our cross in our place for all the wrong things that we've done, because he paid the price that we should have paid, because he died, because he was buried, and because he rose again, the extraordinary has happened. Because the resurrection has happened, it means Jesus was who he claimed to be. The Son of God, God in human form. And that means that whatever our past might be, it can be forgiven. And let me just clarify that here. I don't mean forgiven the way we forgive people. You know, we forgive, but we'll just keep that in storage for later on, when we need to bring it back out. But completely and utterly forgiven. It also means that whatever we face, we face it with Jesus walking right beside us. So whatever people throw at us, it's nothing for God. Our God is greater. Our God is greater than anything we face in our lives and he will give us the strength to get through it. 
and because the resurrection happened. It means that we have a hope and a future in him. Not just for now, but we have a promise of eternal life, living in relationship with God forever. So, this Easter Sunday, Jesus is risen. Jesus is active in the world today. For the men walking on the road to Emmaus, their reality was changed when they recognised Jesus who had been with them all along. They went from wondering if this news of Jesus was true to knowing that it was. When we recognise that for ourselves, our lives can be completely changed too. Our past can be forgiven, completely forgiven. Whatever we face, we face with Jesus by our side and we have the promise of new life in him now and a hope for the future. Jesus is risen. Jesus is at work in the world around us. The question is, are you ready to see him? Amen. Let's pray together.